0: thank you everyone welcome to today's bible study fernando and anna we're doing 365 bible study today june 13 we'll be reading from first kings chapter 11 to chapter twelve nineteen. please pick up yourself a bible and track with us as we consume and enjoy the word of god let's pray Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's study. We thank you for your great glory and your great honor. Keep us safe as we travel through this earth, Lord, doing your ways and your deal, Lord, your program. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for giving us eyes and ears and brains and a heart and, and love, Lord. Thank you for your mercy this morning and the love. So anoint us as we read your word, and afterwards we'll take communion. After the Bible study, we'll go ahead and take communion. Amen? Unless Anna would like to take communion right now? Mm. We
1: could do it after.
0: All righty. Let's do it now. Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the body of Jesus Christ. Please put us on pause and get your bread and your juice if you like. We're going to take communion after all. Why? Wait. (laughs) Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your Son, Jesus Christ, that came to die for us. Thank you, Lord God, that he was resurrected, Lord God, and lives forevermore at the right hand of the Father. Thank you for the life forevermore that he purchased for us. He gave us the opportunity to become children of the Father. Amen. Lord, we are your children, Lord, and we could come to you, Lord God, take our hearts, our minds, and our souls. We. Lord, resurrect them, Lord, in the same way that Jesus Christ was resurrected, Lord. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Jesus has performed what we couldn't do for ourselves, salvation. We are the wisdom of Jesus Christ. We are the sanctification of Jesus Christ. We are the redeem of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we are the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God. We receive all the benefits that you have made for us, Lord. So we bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, we bless him. In Jesus' name, let's partake of the bread and save everyone. Thank you, Jesus. that evening the Lord Jesus took the cup and said this is my blood shed for you for the remission of sins do this in remembrance of me Lord we thank you for your blood that cleanses us fixes us up and makes us brand new Lord and restores us Lord Mm -hmm. thank you for forgiving us of all our sins Lord we ever done and are going to do and thank Lord thank you for your power that's so strong that cleanses us and forgives us Lord so we restore us, Lord. Thank restore you, Lord. us yes, unto God. Thy salvation. Restore us unto Thy purpose, Thy ways, and Thy will, through this blood, through our actions, Lord. We ask You restore us with Thy wisdom, Lord, in and in Your name, Lord. We pray. Amen. Amen. Jesus, amen.
1: Thank
0: you. There you go. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God and His ways. Amen. Reading of 1 Kings chapter 11. Amen. Now King Solomon loved many foreign women. Uh-oh. Besides Pharaoh's daughter, he married women from Moab, Ammon, Edom, Sidon, and from among the Hittites. The Lord had clearly instructed the people of Israel You must not marry them, because they will turn your hearts to their gods. Yet Solomon insisted on loving them anyway. He has 700 wives of royal birth and 300 concubines. And in fact, they did turn his heart away from the Lord. In Solomon's old days, they turned his heart to worship of the gods instead of being completely faithful to the Lord, his God, as his father David had been. And Solomon worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidon and Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites, in this way Solomon did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He refused to follow the Lord completely, as his father David had done. On the Mount of Olives, east of Jerusalem, he even built a pagan shrine for chemos the detestable god of Moab, and another for Molech, the detestable god for the, of the Ammonites. Solomon built such shrines for all his foreign wives to use for burning incense and sacrificing their gods. The Lord was very angry with Solomon, for his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. He had warned Solomon specifically about worshipping other gods, but Solomon did not listen to the Lord's commands. So now the Lord said to him, Since you have not kept my covenant and have disobeyed my decrees, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your servants. But for the sake of your father David, I will not do this while you are still alive. I will take the kingdom away from your son, and even so, I will not take away the entire kingdom. I will let him be king of one tribe for the sake of my servant David, and for the sake of Jerusalem, my chosen city. Then the Lord raised up Hadad the Edomite, a member of Edom's royal family, to be Solomon's adversary. Years before David had defeated Edom, Joab, his army commander, had stayed to bury some of the Israelite soldiers who had died in battle. While there they killed every male in Edom, Joab and the army of Israel had stayed there for six months, killing them. But Hadad and a few of his father's royal officials escaped and headed for Egypt. Hadad was just a boy at that time. They set out from Medium and went to Paran, where others joined them. Then they traveled to Egypt and went to Pharaoh, who gave them a home, food, and some land. Pharaoh grew very fond of Hadad, and he gave him his wife's sister in marriage, the sister of Queen Topines. She bore him a son and named him Genubat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tapene raised him in Pharaoh's palace among Pharaoh's own sons. When the news reached Hada in Egypt that David and his commander Joab were both dead, he said to Pharaoh, let me return to my own country. Why? Pharaoh asked him. What do you lack here? Makes you want to go home. Nothing, he replied, but even so please let me return home. God also raised up Rezan, son of Eliadad, as Solomon's adversary. Rezan had fled from his master, king Hadad desir of Soba, and had become the leader of a gang of rebels. After David conquered Hadad desir, Rezan and his men fled to Damascus, where he became king. Rezan was Israel's bitter adversary for the rest of Solomon's reign, and he made trouble just as Hadad did. Rezan hated Israel intensely and continued to reign in Aram. Another rebel leader was Jeroboam, son of Nebat, one of Solomon's own officials. He came from the town of Sedevah in Ephraim, and his mother was Seruah, a widow. This is the story behind his rebellion. Solomon was rebuilding the supporting terraces and repairing the walls of the city of his father David. Jeroboam was a very capable young man, and when Solomon saw how industrious he was, he put him in charge of the labor force from the tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh, the descendants of Joseph. One day, as Jeroboam was leaving Jerusalem, the prophet Ahiah from Shiloh met him along the way. Ahiah was wearing a new cloak. The two of them were alone in a field and Ahijah took hold of the new cloak he was wearing and tore it into twelve pieces. Then he said to Jeroboam, Take ten of these pieces, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I am about to tear the kingdom from the hand of Solomon, and I will give ten of the tribes to you, but I will leave him one tribe for the sake of my servant David and for the sake of Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. For Solomon has abandoned me and worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, Chemosh, then the god of Moab, and Molech, the god of the Ammonites. He has not followed my ways and done what is pleasing in my sight. He has not obeyed my decrees and regulations that David his father did. But I will not take the entire kingdom from Solomon at this time for the sake of my servant David, the one whom I choose and, and who obeyed my commands and decrees. I will keep Solomon as leader for the rest of his life, but I will take the kingdom away from his son and give ten of the tribes to you. His son will have one tribe so that the descendants of David, my servant, will continue to reign, shining like a lamp in Jerusalem. This city I have chosen to be the place of my name. And I will place you on the throne of Israel, and you will rule over all that your heart desires. If you listen to what I tell you and follow my ways and do whatever I consider to be right, and if you obey my decrees and commands as my servant David did, then I will always be with you. I will establish an enduring dynasty for you as I did for David. I will give Israel to you because of Solomon's sins. I will punish the descendants of David, though not forever. Solomon tried to kill Jeroboam. But he fled to King Shishak of Egypt and stayed there until Solomon died. The rest of events of Solomon's reign, including all his deeds and his wisdom, are recorded in the books of the Acts of Solomon. Solomon ruled in Jerusalem over all Israel for forty years. When he died, he was buried in the city of David named for his father. Then his son Rehoboam became the next king. Chapter 12 Rehoboam went to Shechem, where all Israel had gathered to make him king. When Jeroboam's son of Nebat heard of this, he returned from Egypt, for he had fled to Egypt to escape from King Solomon. The leaders of Israel summoned him and Jeroboam, and the whole assembly of Israel went to speak with Rehoboam. Your father was a hard master, they said. Lighten the harsh labor demand and heavy taxes that your father imposed on us. Then we will be your loyal subjects. Rehoboam replied, Give me three days to think this over. Then come back for my answer. So the people went away. Then King Rehoboam discussed the matter with, with the older man who had counseled his father Solomon. What is your advice? He asked, How should I answer these people? The older counselor replied, If you are willing to be a servant to these people today and give them a favorable answer, they will always be your loyal subjects. But Rehoboam rejected the advice of the older man and instead asked the opinion of the young men who had grown up with him and were now his advisors. What is your advice? he asked them. How should I answer these people who want me to lighten the burdens Imposed by my father. The young man replied, This is what you should do. Tell these complainers who want lighter burdens, My little finger is thicker than my father's waist. Yes, my father laid heavy burdens on you, but I'm going to make them even heavier. My father beat you with whips, but I will beat you with scorpions. Three days later, Jeroboam and all of the people returned to hear rehoboam's decision just as the king had ordered but rehoboam spoke harshly to the people for he rejected the advice of the older counselors and followed the counsel of his younger advisors he told the people my father laid heavy burdens on you but i'm going to make them even heavier my father beat you with whips but i will beat you with scorpions so the king paid no attention to the people. This turn of events was, was the will of the Lord, for it fulfilled the Lord's message to Jeror, Jeroboam, son of Nebat, through the prophet Ahijah from Shiloh. When all of Israel realized that the king had refused to listen to them, they responded, Down, down with the dynasty of David. We have no interest in the son of Jesse. Back to your homes, O Israel. Look out for your own house, O David." So the people of Israel returned home, but Rehoboam continued to rule over the Israelites who lived in the towns of Judah. King Rehoboam sent Adoniram, who was in charge of the labor force, to restore order, but the people of Israel stoned him to death. When this news reached King Rehoboam, he quickly jumped into his chariot and fled to Jerusalem. And to this day, the northern tribes of Israel have refused to be ruled by a descendant of David. Amen. All right, honey, I just noticed I got 25% on this phone. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening in. I have, uh, the reason I believe that, uh, well, I, I uh, not that I believe, is what I notice is that how the Lord kept The line of Jesus opened through King David because that was the prophecy that one of my descendants is going to come and sit on the throne. Yes, wow. And Jesus was what that descendant, and that's where we come in from the God, the Lord's choice to keep, you know, Judah, that he would uh, keep one town. And, uh, you know, we can talk all about how his heart was changed and everything. Uh, but really, uh, even if you're doing wrong, you want to thank God you're doing wrong so you stay connected. The worst thing you can do is put your back on God and stand on His mercy and on the hand that's feeding you. He's feeding you mercy, feeding you forgiveness, and you're you're doing wrong, and you know you're doing evil. So And you say, well, I can't control myself. Well, can you control your will? I will control my will by saying, I thank God I'm gambling. I thank God I'm looking at pornography. I thank God I, I am flying off the handle. I'm speeding. Whatever negative evil is trying to come in into me, I thank God for it. Because it's uh, 200,000 times more effective than not acknowledging God. He says, acknowledge me in all thy ways, and I will restore and show you a way to go. Yes. He sees it. He knows it. Now we're playing God to cover our sin. Okay? Denying like Solomon. Uh, the Lord instructed him. He said, hey, do this. When the Lord, you know what I mean? How, what is it? He still had the mercy of God flowing into him. You ever been cut off from the, your Father in Heaven from the Lord and not in contact? That's going to, towards hell. You know, the darkness. What'd you get, honey?
1: Well, I, I just think it's, you know, we have to remember, what I took away is a pers- you know a personal um, look. Is that, you know, we have to be careful. You know, he was told straight up. Now, when God tells you something straight up, that <laughs> he means it, you know. He Says you must not marry them because you they will turn your hearts to their gods. Well, uh, you know, God wants our attention, He wants to be the one that we put first. And, um, it, it even later in the reading, it said that God felt He abandoned Him. Now, you know, God, I mean, He's got bajillions of us, right? So, how could He be hurt by one person abandoning Him, right? So, He's 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 that's the you know people say well what what religion do you believe in? It's not about a religion. This is about a personal relationship with your heavenly father, who looks at you, and and knows every detail, knows the hairs on your head, and he cares. So he specifically gave an instruction to Solomon, and as wise as Solomon was, right, as much wisdom as he had to lead the people, he fell into the, the temptation. He going, honey? He fell into the temptation of, of disobeying God. So we just be careful, like, I, be careful not to have other idols before us. You know, sports teams—that's one of them. <laughs> or just being so into sports that you forget God exists and put Him aside. You know, uh, your job—I've done that anyway. Um, it's just a little lesson, a reminder for us that. Um, You know, God, God wants us to have him first always, you know, put him first in the morning, you know, talk to him during the day by just chatting with, when no one's around. It's okay. Um, ask him for his counsel. Um, that was another thing that I noticed here as it progressed, babe, um, that when, uh, Rehoboam went out and he got advice, he, he, There was the older men that he asked, and he asked the younger men. And the younger people said, um, you know, it says here, uh, he told the people, my father laid heavy burdens on you, but I'm going to make them even heavier. My father beat you with whips, but I will beat you with scorpions. And so the king paid no attention to the people, this turn of events was the will of the Lord, for it fulfilled the Lord's message to Jeroboam, son of Nebat. Okay, so uh, one of the things that the, the prophet told him, and went back to look at this, as he was talking about, you know, taking away the kingdom, believing one open. you know, it, it, it says here, If you listen to what I tell you and follow my ways and do whatever I consider to be right... And if you obey my decrees and commands, as my servant David did, then I'll always be with you. So um, as I read that, I thought, hmm, that's interesting. If you consider to do what the Lord says is right. You know, I don't think that the Lord wanted the people being beat with scorpions. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, he's a compassionate God, you know. So I, I thought that was interesting that he... He sought the counsel of the wrong people. Because, what does the scripture say? You know this one. When you see the counsel of the... In Proverbs, what does it say? Do you remember? Yeah, acknowledge the Lord with all that heart. No, the it's counsel? just that you You're in, when you're in the presence of wise people, counselors... Oh, yes, yes. And yeah. the multitude of
0: counselors, there's safety. Yes, something like I that. And wage your war with the multitude of counselors.
1: Yeah, so, so that's what I... I Pick that up so anyway pretty much
0: amen amen uh our objective is see where we can see Jesus and then other things that stand out pretty good um I don't know why Solomon you know the first when I read that I was wondering why Solomon didn't have a an objective for widows and Orphans. orphans. to stay busy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> to keep his stay, heart... Yeah, yeah, stay busy. Yeah. And it says 700 wives of royal descent. So, he... he like collecting horses, you know, he had 12,000 horses. Collecting wives was his... Uh, boy. Anyway. Well,
1: but, I guess that... You know, huh? going back to... He had a lot of wisdom and that brought a lot of money. So, we have to us, you know, be you know, we could win the you know, the lottery tomorrow. Is that gonna change us? We have to be very careful that, you know, we we stick with God and and do what he tells us and oh, strikes that's us. That's very good
0: point, right? Yeah,
1: you know, no you know, you may get the best job tomorrow, but don't forget God. Put him first. That's my only um my only uh, advice to people and to myself is keep God right by your hip (laughs) as a friend amen because he will guide you through whatever it is decision you need to make and you will know that you know in your spirit that you're going in the right direction amen yeah
0: it says right here um it is not enough to know god's word or even to believe it we must follow it and apply it to our daily activities and decisions Take God's commands seriously. God knows our strength and weaknesses, and His commands are always for our good. When people ignore God's commands, negative consequences inevitably follow. So one of the, the things where I err, and I keep writing down, is, is shut the door and pray on your knees for mm-hmm. 15 minutes, Fernando, 5 minutes. <laughs> and that's what I have the hardest thing doing. You know, is that They say there's power in prayer, When you lock in and pray, empower. If it was our custom to lock in for, to pray, you know, so when we're having our Bible study, we're continually seeking and praying. But anyway, there's always room for improvement is the biggest room in the house. All right, honey, you want to... Yeah, that's
1: a real good point that you just raised. It's just not enough to, to hear the Word of God once. That's why we read it in real time, um and, and meditate on on devotionals and things like that because we keep we keep the mm-hmm. we keep the word of God in our heart and our spirit keeps receiving it and keeps growing in wisdom. Um so you know sometimes we may struggle we might be afraid of a situation. So well now it's time to use the word of God for that. God has not given me a spirit of fear but of power and love and sound mind you know we we've got to stay connected to the word of god believe the truth and and apply it and decree it and prophesy it to yourself so that so that you can overcome because you've already overcome now it's using the word of god which is alive and powerful like a two-edged sword that goes in there deep into the dividing of the joints in the bone marrow so um you know it, it's it's a practice it's you know you do the word of god like you're, you know, practicing your golf stroke or your tennis shot or your basketball shot or whatever that is, um this has to be applied in your day-to-day and you have to learn to operate it like your manual, right? Like you when you pass your test to, to take your license at the DMV, there's a manual that instructs you on how to pass that test. So kind of um the bible has um The Word of God has all that you need for any problem. Any problem. I don't care what it is.
0: Amen. You know, I feel like the Lord was telling us, thank you, babe, Mm -hmm. that in verse 37 of 11, He says, And I will place you on the throne of Israel. In other words, I will place you in, in your town, in your family, and you will rule over all that your heart desires. See, He's promising things, those things to us as mm. we read His Word mm-hmm. and so forth. Yes. Uh-huh. You will walk around happily, thankfully. Mm. You will enjoy your food, your family. Mm. If you will follow me, you will have brilliant health, brilliant enthusiasm and joy, laughter, and, and the things that are precious. Satisfaction of, of feeding your family and giving gifts to your families. Satisfaction of being a good uh, father, mother, and the joys of working. Those are gifts from God. Amen. I mean, we need roughage. Western society has, we, we, anyway, we all know what's happening. So, I just see Jesus in verse 36 of 11. He says, His son will have one tribe so that the descendants of David, my servant, will continue to reign, shining like a lamp in Jerusalem. Wow, babe, good. Amen. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and move on. Oh, I will beautiful. switch it over to you, Ben.
1: <laughs> wow, I'm afraid of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. I see. I see Jesus.
1: Yes, we got to look for How Jesus in this another... Old Testament, as sometimes it's
0: yeah. When we got to really
1: zero in. Let's all right, baby,
0: give us uh, Acts. We okay. have a big day today. All right, all right.
1: Um, Acts chapter nine, one to twenty-five. It says, "Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats with with air." Er every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers so he went to the high priest and he requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus asking for the cooperation in the arrest of any followers of the way he founded there Uh, he wanted to bring them both men and women back to Jerusalem in chains as he was approaching Damascus on this mission a light from heaven suddenly Shun down around him he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him saul saul why are you persecuting me who are you lord saul asked and the voice replied i'm jesus the one you're persecuting now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do the man with Saul stood speechless, for they heard the sound of someone's voice, but they saw no one. Saul picked himself up off the ground, but when he opened his eyes he was blind, so his companions led him by the hand to Damascus. He remained there blind for three days and did not eat or drink. Um, now there was a believer in Damascus named Ananias the Lord spoke to him in a vision calling Ananias yes Lord he replied the Lord said go to the straight street to the house of Judas when you get there ask for a man from Tessarus named Saul he is praying to me right now I have shown him a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and laying hands on him so he can see again. But Lord, exclaimed Ananias, I've heard many people talk about the terrible things this man has done to the believers in Jerusalem, and he's authorized by the leading priest to arrest everyone who calls upon your name. But the Lord said, Go, for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to the kings, as well as to the people of Israel, and I will show him how much he must suffer for my namesake. So Ananias went and found Saul. He laid hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road has sent me so that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay? Instantly. Instantly something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight then he got up and was baptized afterward he ate some food and regained his strength Saul stayed with the believers in Damascus in a few days for a few days and immediately he began preaching about Jesus in the synagogue saying he is indeed the son of god All who heard him were amazed. Isn't this the same man who caused such devastation among Jesus' followers in Jerusalem, they asked. And didn't he come here to arrest them and take them in chains to to the leading priests? Saul's preaching became more and more powerful. And the Jews in Damascus couldn't refute his proofs that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. After a while, some of the Jews plotted together to kill him. They were watching for him day and night at the city gate, so they could murder him. But Saul was told about the plot. So during the night, some of the other believers lowered him in a large basket through an opening in the city wall. Okay.
0: Amen, amen. And Saul's conversion was miraculous because, and on top of that, it, uh, he was he was an extremely hard worker, tent maker. Like we said, and uh, work with his hands, you know, a lot of common sense. I remember the um, Walmart stores. I read the book, Walmart, and he said, He said God was inspiring him to make those Walmarts all over. but that he would go into the truck lounge and counsel with the truck drivers. And the truck drivers would tell him, This city has uh, such and such land placed close to the freeway. So, if you notice, a lot of them are close to the freeways, for mm. in and out. And then, and by the way, uh, yeah. don't let the unions in here. Just give us stock for our retirement. Wow. That's true. <laughs> a lot of those truck drivers became millionaires, you know, just for their stock, and they're very wise. We had a lot of guys from the Teamsters, Ross Grocery Company, leave and go to drive for Walmart. <clears throat> the point I'm making is. I lost my
1: point. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find it. Oh, that the
0: <clears throat> he said that the the council of the truck drivers the same. They're working blue collar workers. Like Saul was a hard worker, not only a blue collar, but he paid for his education. See, he, he wasn't a normal guy that got grants and stuff. So he paid to go to to the synagogue and to be mm-hmm. educated on the Galileo and to be. So he was a brilliant scholar oh. that really worked hard. you know you got your twenty percent people that work hard to get their degree. He was one of them,
1: mm. yeah,
0: <laughs> thank you for sticking with me
1: yeah, um you know one thing that um you know paul Paul's story is just very famous of how God converted him so quickly because the scripture says suddenly he was you know blinded and couldn't see but um then god you know put him on the path to go meet ananias okay and so he could be healed so um i guess the point i'm trying to make here is that god had a good plan for paul's life okay turn his situation around he was persecuting his people and ah but what's rather interesting too is that the he was doing it for, with the approval of the, the leading priests you know whoever called on the name of of Jesus too you know he was following their their path right or their their belief system um so he got this great conversion on the way and um ananias is like hey he's been persecuting the people this guy you really want you know In in Ananias, he just he obeyed the Lord. But I'm just saying, you know, a lot of times we, you know, we think we can't be used, okay. And um, God has a purpose for every one of us um, to help bring others into the kingdom. And we think that oh, I'm not good enough. I'm I'm, I compare myself to that other person, or you know, hey, I've done all these things. How can God possibly use me? Well. You see it right here in the scripture. He used Paul for greater, greater mission. So be open to just saying, Okay, Lord, I may not feel worthy to to represent you, but I'm going to do it. And just go with that and realize that you're meant for the kingdom also. In case anybody's feeling insecure about, you know, you see these mega churches and stuff. It doesn't have to be a mega church. It's right in your own community, in your neighborhood. Your neighbor, hey, can I pray for you? You know, it's it's in your job. Hey, you know. So anyway, that, I thought that that was you know. I just wanted to point that out. Um, okay, so I'm good point. Good yeah. point,
0: babe. Yeah, they're all around. As long as we got our hearts right, God will. Yeah, and that's where the Jabez <clears throat> Prayer comes in really good because it mm-hmm. give you the two minute sermon in the gas yeah. station at the grocery store. You'll bump into someone and you say, "Wow, that prayer is working." You ever thought that? Mm-hmm. God, I pray that prayer is working. Mm, some that Jabez <laughs> prayer. I mean, I bump into people and Yolanda, how's how's uh, how's Danny? And she stands there, totally defeated, in her ear, and she's trying to put gas in her car, and her eyes just grow up, and her heart is breaking. And I minister to her for a couple of minutes. And they're still together today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: See, that's what the Jabez. How does the JV prayer go, grow, baby? How it
1: goes, O oh Lord, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be upon me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I would not cause harm.
0: And God perform performed what, what he requested. requested. Amen. So let's go ahead and uh, say it, and, I'll and that lead, that, we will follow you. Yeah,
1: and that's in 1 in Chronicles 4.10. 1 Chronicles 4.10. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: everyone, let's go ahead and read repeat it let's okay.
1: repeat it together oh lord oh lord that you would, that bless, you would me bless me indeed, indeed and, and enlarge my territory that, that your hand, hand would will be upon, me, upon me, that me that you would will keep, keep me from evil, from evil that, that it would not harm me and god granted what he requested. requested
0: okay have me say it to you you say it and i'll follow you
1: oh lord oh lord that you would bless fernando indeed that you would bless Fernando indeed
0: wait a minute wait wait <laughs> Since we're, we're people everybody all of us are following you Oh say O oh
1: Lord O oh Lord that you would bless me indeed that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory and enlarge my territory that your hand would be upon me
0: that your hand will be upon me
1: that you would keep me from evil
0: that you will keep me from evil
1: and it would not harm
0: me that it will not harm me. And, and God, God perform what we requested. Request it. Amen. Amen. The reason I had her say it over again, we need to drill it in there.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a be- we have that prayer in our refrigerator. When you open the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So okay, let me just go ahead and finish it up. Yes. Thank you so much, yes. everyone, for coming in. We're going to pray for the Psalms. Uh, we sit quietly before God, and we thank Him for all the ways He has taken care of us. Thank you, Lord God, for the many ways you taken care of us. I remember He gave us a seven-day free trip to Sedona.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And then He gave us a, a free trip to uh, Hawaii. Uh-huh, several, several trips. You know, free lodging. Yes. Uh, he's been so He's given us a free vehicles. Mm-hmm. People have given us donated, given us not donated. They just here. Uh, computers, you know. More than we can handle. <laughs> yeah, more than we can handle. So let's thank you, Lord God, for giving us all things that we need for your glory and your honor. Be glorified, Lord, in everything you give us, and especially giving us Jesus Christ, our common sense, and your glory. For, for your glory. Amen. Okay, Lord, Psalm 13, verses 131. 131, three verses. Lord, my heart is not proud, my eyes are not haughty, I do not concern myself with matters too great or too awesome for me to grasp. Instead, I have calm and quieted myself, like a weaned child who no longer cries for his mother's milk. I'm content. Yes, like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, put your hope in the Lord, now and always. Amen. Proverbs 17, 4 and 5 says, Wrongdoers eagerly listen to gossip. Liars pay close attention to slander. Those who mock the poor insult their maker. Mm. Those who rejoice in the misfortune of others will be punished. Wow. And we wonder why my life is not going right when I make fun of people and and you know and harbor resentment in my heart. Now, that's why I get the habit of, of blessing the misfortunate, blessing the rich, and the people that act unrighteously. They need more blessings, okay? God bless them. God bless them. Hannah, would you please close us in prayer?
1: Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that you gave us, Lord. We thank you for this fabulous day, Lord. And we just uh, believe you're you're going to continue to work in our lives, Lord. Second by second, minute by minute, Lord. Just... Hang on to us and, and and just show us the way we should go so we can walk in it. And Lord, we're just thankful for the people that came in and tuned in. We ask you to bless them beyond what whatever they can see right now or imagine, exceedingly abundantly above all that they could ask or pray, Lord. Um, we thank you for for who you are. We thank you for where you're taking us. We thank you for the word that's true and alive and powerful lord we're asking you to seal seal it lord seal the 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 words spoken lord don't let the words fall down to the ground that we spoke today lord that father we trust that you are you are with us all and you're never going to leave us alone so thank you holy spirit for your presence in this household and we're asking you to bless the people um O oh, Lord, that you would bless them indeed and enlarge their territory, that your hand would be upon them, that you would keep them from evil, that they may not cause harm, and grant them what they request, Lord. Father, bring us stronger into the kingdom, stronger working with others, confirming your word, as you say in the, in the book of, um, I forget Mark or Matthew, but anyway, we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you that you you guide us and protect us, and And you're constantly working miracles in our life, Holy Spirit. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Thank you, everyone. Welcome to today's Bible study. Fernando and Anna, we're doing 365 Bible study. Today June 13th we'll be reading from 1 Kings chapter 11 to chapter 12:19. Please pick up yourself a Bible and track with us as we consume and enjoy the word of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's study. We thank you for your great glory and your great honor. Keep us safe as we travel through this earth, Lord, doing your ways and your deal, Lord. Your program Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for giving us eyes and ears and brains and a heart and and love, Lord. Thank you for your mercy this morning and the love. So anoint us as we read your word and afterwards we'll take communion after the Bible study. We'll go ahead and take communion. Amen, unless Anna would like to take communion right now.
1: We'll mm, get it after
0: all righty do we let's do it now okay heavenly father we thank you for the body of jesus christ please put us on pause and get your bread and your juice if you like and we're going to take communion after all why wait (laughs) heavenly father we thank you so much for your son jesus christ that came to die for us thank you lord god that he was resurrected lord god and lives forevermore at the right hand of the father Thank you for the life forevermore that he purchased for us. He gave us the opportunity to become children of the Father. Amen. Lord, we are your children, Lord. And we could come to you, Lord God, take our hearts, our minds, and our souls, Lord, resurrect them, Lord, in the same way that Jesus Christ was resurrected, Lord. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Jesus has performed what we couldn't do for ourselves. Salvation. We are the wisdom of Jesus Christ. We are the sanctification of Jesus Christ. We are the redeem of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we are the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God. We receive all the benefits that you have made for us, Lord. So we bless the Lord, O my soul, we bless him. In Jesus' name, let's partake of the bread and save everyone. that evening the Lord Jesus took the cup and said this is my blood shed for you for the remission of sins do this in remembrance of me Lord we thank you for your blood that cleanses us fixes us up and makes us brand new Lord and restores us Lord Mm -hmm. thank you for forgiving us of all our sins Lord we ever done and are going to do and thank Lord thank you for your power that's so strong that cleanses us and forgives us Lord so we restore us, Lord. Thank restore you. us yes, unto God. thy salvation. Restore us unto thy purpose, thy ways, and thy will through this blood, through our actions, Lord. We ask you restore us with thy wisdom, Lord. In, in your name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Jesus, amen. Thank you. There you go. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God and His ways. Amen. Reading of 1 Kings chapter 11. Amen. Now King Solomon loved many foreign women. Uh-oh. Besides Pharaoh's daughter, he married women from Moab, Ammon, Edom, Sidon, and from among the Hittites. The Lord had clearly instructed the people of Israel You must not marry them because they will turn your hearts to their gods. Yet Solomon insisted on loving them anyway. He has 700 wives of royal birth and 300 concubines. And in fact, they did turn his heart away from the Lord. In Solomon's old days, they turned his heart to worship other gods instead of being completely faithful to the Lord, his God, as his father David had been. And Solomon worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidion, and Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. In this way, Solomon did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He refused to follow the Lord completely, as his father David had done. On the Mount of Olives, east of Jerusalem, he even built a pagan shrine for Chemosh, the detestable god of Moab, and another for Molech the detestable God of the Ammonites. Solomon built such shrines for all his foreign wives to use for burning incense and sacrificing their gods. The Lord was very angry with Solomon for his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. He had warned Solomon specifically about worshipping other gods. But Solomon did not listen to the Lord's command. So now the Lord said to him, Since you have not kept my covenant and have disobeyed my decrees, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your servants. But for the sake of your father David, I will not do this while you are still alive. I will take the kingdom away from your son, and even so I will not take away the entire kingdom. I will let him be king of one tribe for the sake of my servant David, and for the sake of Jerusalem, my chosen city. Then the Lord raised up Hadad the Edomite, a member of Edom's royal family, to be Solomon's adversary. Years before David had defeated Edom, Joab, his army commander, had stayed to bury some of the Israelite soldiers who had died in battle. While there they killed every male in Edom. Joab and the army of Israel had stayed there for six months, killing them. But Hadad and a few of his father's royal officials escaped and headed for Egypt. Hadad was just a boy at that time. They set out from Medium and went to Paran, where others joined them. Then they traveled to Egypt and went to Pharaoh, who gave them a home food and some land. Pharaoh grew very fond of Hadad, and he gave him his wife's sister in marriage the sister of Queen Topines, She bore him a son and named him Genubat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Toppenes raised him in Pharaoh's palace among Pharaoh's own sons. When the news reached Hadat in Egypt that David and his commander Joab were both dead, he said to Pharaoh, Let me return to my own country. Why? Pharaoh asked him. What do you lack here makes you want to go home? Nothing he replied, but even so, please let me return home. God also raised up Rezan, son of Eliadad, as Solomon's adversary. Rezan had fled from his master, King Hadad of Soba, and had become the leader of a gang of rebels after David conquered Hadadzir Rezan and his men fled to Damascus, where he became king. Rezan was Israel's bitter adversary for the rest of Solomon's reign and he made trouble just as Hadad did. Rezan hated Israel intensely and continued to reign in Aram. Another rebel leader was Jeroboam, son of Nebat, one of Solomon's own officials. He came from the town of Sedevah in Ephraim, and his mother was Seruah, a widow. This is the story behind his rebellion. Solomon was rebuilding the supporting terraces and repairing the walls of the city of his father David. Jeroboam was a very capable young man, and when Solomon saw how industrious he was, he put him in charge of the labor force from the tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh, the descendants of Joseph. One day, as Jeroboam was leaving Jerusalem, the prophet Ahijah from Shiloh met him along the way. Ahijah was wearing a new cloak, The two of them were alone in a field, and Ahiah took hold of the new cloak he was wearing and tore it into twelve pieces. Then he said to Jeroboam, Take ten of these pieces, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I am about to tear the kingdom from the hand of Solomon, and I will give ten of the tribes to you but I will leave him one tribe for the sake of my servant David and for the sake of Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. For Solomon has abandoned me and worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Assyrians, Shemoth, then the god of Moab, and Molech, the god of the Ammonites. He has not followed my ways and done what is pleasing in my sight. He has not obeyed my decrees and regulations that David his father did. But I will not take the entire kingdom from Solomon at this time for the sake of my servant David, the one whom I choose and and who obeyed my commands and decrees. I will keep Solomon as leader for the rest of his life, but I will take the kingdom away from his son and give ten of the tribes to you. His son will have one tribe so that the descendants of David, my servant, will continue to reign, shining like a lamp in Jerusalem. This city I have chosen to be the place of my name. And I will place you on the throne of Israel, and you will rule over all that your heart desires. If you listen to what I tell you and follow my ways and do whatever I consider to be right, and if you obey my decrees and commands as my servant David did, then I will always be with you. I will establish an enduring dynasty for you as I did for David. I will give Israel to you because of Solomon's sins. I will punish the descendants of David, though not forever. Solomon tried to kill Jeroboam, but he fled to King Shishak of Egypt and stayed there until Solomon died. The rest of events of Solomon's reign, including all his deeds and his wisdom, are recorded in the books of the Acts of Solomon. Solomon ruled in Jerusalem over all Israel for forty years. When he died, he was buried in the city of David, named for his father. Then his son Rehoboam became the next king. Chapter 12 Rehoboam went to Shechem, where all Israel had gathered to make him king. When Jeroboam son of Nebat heard of this, He returned from Egypt, for he had fled to Egypt to escape from King Solomon. The leaders of Israel summoned him and Jeroboam, and the whole assembly of Israel went to speak with Rehoboam. Your father was a hard master, they said. Lighten the harsh labor demand and heavy taxes that your father imposed on us, then we will be your loyal subjects. Rehoboam replied, Give me three days to think this over Then came back for, come back for my answer. So the people went away. Then King Rehoboam discussed the matter with with the older man who had counseled his father Solomon. What is your advice? He asked, how should I answer these people? The older counselor replied, if you are willing to be a servant to these people today and give them a favorable answer, they will always be your loyal subjects. But Rehoboam rejected the advice of the older man and instead asked the opinion of the young men who had grown up with him and were now his advisors. What is your advice, he asked them. How should I answer these people who want me to lighten the burdens imposed by my father? The young man replied, This is what you should do. Tell these complainers who want lighter burdens. My little finger is thicker than my father's waist, yes, my father laid heavy burdens on you, but I'm going to make them even heavier. My father beat you with whips, but I will beat you with scorpions. Three days later, Jeroboam and all of the people returned to hear Rehoboam's decision, just as the king had ordered. But Rehoboam spoke harshly to the people, for he rejected the advice of the older counselors and followed the counsel of his younger advisors. He told the people, My father laid heavy burdens on you, but I'm going to make them even heavier. My father beat you with whips, but I will beat you with scorpions. So the king paid no attention to the people. This turn of events was was the will of the Lord, for it fulfilled the Lord's message to Jeroboam, son of Nebat, through the prophet Ahiah from Shiloh. When all of Israel realized that the king had refused to listen to them, they responded, Down! Down with the dynasty of David! We have no interest in the son of Jesse. Back to your homes, O Israel. Look out for your own house, O David. So the people of Israel returned home, but Rehoboam continued to rule over the Israelites who lived in the towns of Judah. King Rehoboam sent Adoniram who was in charge of the labor force to restore order. But the people of Israel stoned him to death. When this news reached King Rehoboam, he quickly jumped into his chariot and fled to Jerusalem. And to this day, the northern tribes of Israel have refused to be ruled by a descendant of David. Amen. All right, honey, I just noticed I got 25% on this phone. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening in. I have uh, the reason I believe that. Uh, well, I, I not that I believe is what I notice is that how the Lord kept the line of Jesus open through King David because yes. that was the prophecy
1: that, yes. that one of
0: my descendants is going to come and sit on the throne. Yes, um, wow. And Jesus was what that descendant, and that's where we come in. And they got the Lord's choice to keep, you know, Judah, that he would uh, keep one town. And, uh, you know, we can talk all about how his heart was changed and everything. Uh, but really, uh, even if you're doing wrong, you want to thank God you're doing wrong so you stay connected. The worst thing you can do is put your back on God and stand on his mercy and on the hand that's feeding you. Feeding you mercy, feeding you forgiveness, and you're you're doing wrong, and you know you're doing evil. So, and you say, "Well, I can't control myself." Well, can you control your will? I will control my will by saying, "I thank God I'm gambling." I thank God I'm looking at pornography. I thank God I, I am flying off the handle. I'm speeding. Whatever negative evil is trying to come in into me, I thank God for it. Because it's uh, 200,000 times more effective than not acknowledging God. He says, Acknowledge me in all thy ways, and I will restore and show you a way to go. Yes. He sees it. He knows it. Now we're playing God to cover our sin. Okay, Denying like Solomon. Uh, the Lord instructed him. He said, Hey, do this. When the Lord, you know what I mean? How, what is it? You still have the mercy of God flowing into him. You ever been cut off from the, your Father in heaven, from the Lord, and not in contact? That's going to, towards hell, you know, the darkness. What'd you get, honey?
1: Well, I I just think it's you know we have to remember what I took away is a pers- you know a personal um, look, is that. You know, we have to be careful. You know, he was told straight up. Now, when God tells you something straight up, he means it, you know. He says, you must not marry them because you they will turn your hearts to their gods. Well, uh, you know, God wants our attention. He wants to be the one that we put first. And um, it, it, even later in the reading, it said that God felt he abandoned him. Now, you know God. I mean, he's got bajillions of us right so how could he be hurt by one person abandoning him right so he's, he's he's that's the you know people say well what what religion do you believe in it's not about a religion this is about a personal relationship with your heavenly father who looks at you and and knows every detail knows the hairs on your head and he cares so he specifically gave an instruction to Solomon and. As wise as Solomon was, right, as much wisdom as he had to lead the people, he fell into the the temptation.
0: Keep going, honey.
1: He fell into the temptation of of disobeying God. So we just be careful. I, I be careful not to have other idols before us. You know, sports teams—that's one of them—or <laughs> just being so into sports that you forget god exists and put him aside you know uh, your job i've done that anyway um it's just a little lesson a reminder for us that um you know god god wants us to have him first always you know put him first in the morning you know talk to him during the day by just chatting with when no one's around it's okay um ask him for his counsel um that was another thing that I noticed here as it progressed, babe, um, that when uh, Rehoboam went out and he got advice, he he, there was the older men that he asked, and he asked the younger men. And the younger people said, um, you know, it says here, uh, he told the people, my father laid heavy burdens on you, but I'm going to make them even heavier. My father beat you with whips, but I will beat you with scorpions. And so the king paid no attention to the people. This turn of events was the will of the Lord, for it fulfilled the Lord's message to Jerohoboam, son of Nebat. Okay, so uh, one of the things that the, the prophet told him, and went back to look at this, as he was talking about, you know, taking away the kingdom, believing one open, You know, it it says here, if you listen to what I tell you and follow my ways and do whatever I consider to be right, and if you obey my decrees and commands as my servant David did, then I'll always be with you. So, um, as I read that, I thought, hmm, that's interesting. If you consider to do what the Lord says is right, you know, I don't think that the Lord wanted the people being beat with scorpions. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's just you know, he he's a compassionate God. You know, so I I thought that was interesting that he he sought the counsel of the wrong people. Because what does the scripture say? You know this one. We you see the counsel of the in Proverbs, What does it say? Do you remember? Yeah,
0: acknowledge the Lord with all that
1: heart. No. It's counselor. just that you you're in, when you're in the presence of wise people, counselors. Oh yes, yes. And yeah. the multitude of
0: counselors there's safety.
1: Yes, something like they that.
0: Wage your war with the multitude of counselors.
1: Yeah, so so that's what I, I picked that up. So anyway, pretty much
0: amen. Amen. Uh, our objective is see where we can see Jesus and then other yeah. things that stand out pretty good. Um I don't know why Solomon, you know, the first, when I read that, I was wondering why Solomon didn't have an objective for widows and orphans orphans to stay busy. (laughs) (laughs) To keep his heart, yeah. Yeah, stay busy. Yeah. And it says 700 wives of royal descent. So he, he, like collecting horses, you know, he had 12,000 horses. Collecting wise was his, uh, boy, anyway. Well, but,
1: I guess that, you know, huh? going back to, he had a lot of wisdom and that brought a lot of money. So we have to, us, you know, be, you know, we could win, the, you know, the lottery tomorrow. Is that going to change us? We have to be very careful that, you know, we we stick with God and and do what he tells us. Well, that's a very good point, right? Yeah, you know, no, you know, you may get the best job tomorrow, but don't forget God. Put Him first. That's my only, um, my only uh, advice to people and to myself is keep God right by your hip <laughs> as a friend. Amen. Because He will guide what? you through whatever it is decision you need to make, and you will know that you know in your spirit that you're going in the right direction. Amen. Yeah.
0: It says right here, um, it is not enough to know God's word or even to believe it. We must follow it and apply it to our daily activities and decisions. Take God's commands seriously. God knows our strengths and weaknesses and His commands are always for our good. When people ignore God's commands, negative consequences inevitably follow. So one of the, the things where I err and I keep writing down is is shut the door and pray on your knees for mm-hmm. fifteen minutes, Fernando. Five minutes. <laughs> and that's what I have the hardest thing doing, you know. He said they say there's power in prayer. When you lock in and pray and power if it was our custom to lock in for to pray, you know, so when we're having our Bible study we, we're continually seeking and praying. But anyway, <clears throat> there's always room for improvement. Is the biggest room in the house. All right, honey, you want to? Yeah, that's
1: a real good point that you just raised. It's just not enough to to hear the word of God once. Yeah, that's why we read it in, in real time um, and, and meditate on on devotionals and things like that because we keep we keep the mm-hmm. we keep the word of God in our heart. And our spirit keeps receiving it and keeps growing in wisdom. Um, so, you know, sometimes we may struggle. We might be afraid of a situation. So, well, now it's time to use the Word of God for that. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and sound mind. You know, we, we've got to stay connected to the Word of God, believe the truth, and, and apply it and decree it and prophesy it to yourself so that, so that you can overcome because you've already overcome. Now it's using the Word of God, which is alive and powerful, like a two edged sword that goes in there deep into the dividing of the joints in the bone marrow. So, um, you know, it, it's it's a practice, it's you know, you do the word of God like you're, you know, practicing your golf stroke or your tennis shot or your basketball shot or whatever that is. Um this has to be applied in your day-to-day and you have to learn to operate it like your manual, right? Like you, when you pass your test to, to take your license at the DMV, there's a manual that instructs you on how to pass that test. So kind of, um, the Bible has, um, the Word of God has all that you need for any problem, any problem, I don't care what it is.
0: Amen. You know, I feel like the Lord was telling us, thank you, babe, Mm -hmm. that in verse 37 of 11, He says, And I will place you on the throne of Israel. In other words, I will place you in in your town, in your family, and you will rule over all that your heart desires. See, He's promising those things to us as Mm. we read His Word Mm -hmm. and so forth. Uh You will walk around happily, thankfully, You will enjoy your food, your family. Mm. If you will follow me, you will have brilliant health, brilliant enthusiasm and joy, laughter, and and the things that are precious. Satisfaction of of feeding your family and giving gifts to your families. Satisfaction of being a good uh, father, mother, and the joys of working. Those are gifts from God. Amen. We need roughage. Western society has, we, we, anyway, we all know what's happening, so, I just see Jesus in verse 36 of 11, he says, his son will have one tribe, so that descendants of David, my servant, will continue to reign, shining like a lamp in Jerusalem. Wow, babe, good. Amen. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and move on. Oh, I will switch it over to you, Ben. Ooh, I sketch-
1: <laughs> wow, I'm afraid of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. I see. I see Jesus.
1: Yes, we got to look for oh, Jesus in this another... Old Testament. As sometimes it's
0: yeah. When we got to really
1: zero in. All right, baby,
0: give us uh, Acts. We okay. have a big day today. All right, all
1: right. Um, Acts chapter nine, one to twenty-five. It says, "Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats with with air." Er- every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers so he went to the high priest and he requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus asking for the cooperation in the arrest of any followers of the way he founded there Uh, he wanted to bring them both men and women back to Jerusalem in chains as he was approaching Damascus on this mission a light from heaven suddenly Shun down around him he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him saul saul why are you persecuting me who are you lord saul asked and the voice replied i'm jesus the one you're persecuting now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do the men with Saul stood speechless, for they heard the sound of someone's voice, but they saw no one. Saul picked himself up off the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he was blind. So his companions led him by the hand to Damascus. He remained there blind for three days and did not eat or drink. um, Now there was a believer in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord spoke to him in a vision calling Ananias. Yes, Lord, he replied. The Lord said, go to the straight street to the house of Judas. When you get there, ask for a man from Tessarus named Saul. He is praying to me right now. I have shown him a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and laying hands on him so he can see again. But Lord, exclaimed Ananias, I've heard many people talk about the terrible things this man has done to the believers in Jerusalem, and he's authorized by the leading priest to arrest everyone who calls upon your name. But the Lord said, Go, for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to the kings, as well as to the people of Israel, and I will show him how much he must suffer for my namesake. So Ananias went and found Saul. He laid hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road has sent me so that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay? Instantly something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight then he got up and was baptized afterward he ate some food and regained his strength Saul stayed with the believers in Damascus in a few days for a few days and immediately he began preaching about Jesus in the synagogue saying he is indeed the son of god All who heard him were amazed. Isn't this the same man who caused such devastation among Jesus' followers in Jerusalem, they asked. And didn't he come here to arrest them and take them in chains to to the leading priests? Saul's preaching became more and more powerful. And the Jews in Damascus couldn't refute his proofs that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. After a while, some of the Jews plotted together to kill him. They were watching for him day and night at the city gate so they could murder him. But Saul was told about the plot. So during the night, some of the other believers lowered him in a large basket through an opening in the city wall. Okay.
0: Amen. Amen. And Saul's conversion was miraculous. Cause, and on top of that, it, uh, he was he was extremely hard worker, tent maker. Like we said, and uh, work with his hands, you know, a lot of common sense. I remember the um, Walmart stores. I read the book, Walmart, and he said, He said God was inspiring him to make those Walmarts all over. But he would go into the truck lounge and counsel with the truck drivers. And the truck drivers would tell him, This city has uh, such and such land placed close to the freeway. So if you notice, a lot of them are close to the freeways, we're mm. in and out. And then, and by the way, uh, yeah. don't let the unions in here. Just give us stock for our retirement. <laughs> wow. That's true. A lot of those truck drivers became millionaires, you know, just for their stock, and they're very wise. We had a lot of guys from the Teamsters, Ross Grocery Company, leave and go to drive for Walmart. And <clears throat> the point I'm making is. I lost my point.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he'll find it. Oh, that the
0: <clears throat> he said that uh, the the council of the truck drivers the same. They're hardworking blue collar workers. Like Saul was a hard worker, not only a blue collar, but he paid for his education. See, he, he wasn't a normal guy that got grants and stuff. So he paid to go to to the synagogue and to be mm-hmm. educated on the Galileo and to be. So he was a brilliant scholar oh. that really worked hard. you know you got your twenty percent people that work hard to get their degree. He was one of them,
1: mm. yeah, thank you for
0: sticking with me
1: yeah, um you know one thing that um you know paul Paul's story is just very famous of how God converted him so quickly because the scripture says suddenly he was you know blinded and couldn't see. But um, then God, you know, put him on the path to go meet Ananias, okay? And so he could be healed. So um, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that God had a good plan for Paul's life, okay? Turning his situation around. He was persecuting his people. And, ah, but what's rather interesting too is that he was doing it with the approval of the the leading priests you know whoever called on the name of of Jesus too you know he was following their their path right or their their belief system Um, so he got this great conversion on the way and um, Ananias is like hey he's been persecuting the people this guy you really want you know in in Ananias, he just he obeyed the Lord. But I'm just saying, you know, a lot of times we, you know, we think we can't be used, okay? And um, God has a purpose for every one of us um, to help bring others into the kingdom. And we think that oh, I'm not good enough. I'm, I'm do I compare myself to that other person? Or you know, hey, I've done all these things. How can God possibly use me? Well. You see it right here in the scripture. He used Paul for greater, greater mission. So be open to just saying, okay, Lord, I may not feel worthy to to represent you, but I'm going to do it. And just go with that and realize that you're meant for the kingdom also. In case anybody's feeling insecure about you know you see these mega churches and stuff it doesn't have to be a mega church it's right in your own community in your neighborhood your neighbor hey can i pray for you you know it's it's in your job hey you know so anyway that i thought that that was you know i just wanted to point that out um okay so i'm
0: good point good yeah. point babe yeah they're all around as long as we got our hearts right god will yeah.
1: And that's where the Jabez <clears throat>
0: prayer comes in really good because it mm-hmm. gives you the two minute sermon in the gas yeah. station at the grocery store you'll bump into someone and you say wow that prayer is working you ever thought that mm-hmm. God I pray that prayer is working mm, that Jabez <laughs> prayer I mean I bump into people and Yolanda how's how's, uh, how's Danny and she stands there totally defeated in her ear, and she's trying to put gas in her car and her eyes just grow up and her heart is breaking and I ministered to her for a couple of minutes. And they're still together today. Mm. See, that's what the Jabez. How does the Jabba prayer go, grow, baby?
1: How it goes, it go? Oh, Lord, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be upon me and that you would keep me from evil, that I would not cause harm.
0: And God performed, performed what, what He requested. requested. Amen. So let's go ahead and uh, say it, and we we will follow you. Yeah.
1: And that's in in First Chronicles four ten. First Chronicles four yeah. ten. Yeah.
0: Okay, everyone. Let's go ahead and re- repeat it. Let's okay. repeat it together.
1: Oh Lord, oh Lord, that you would, that bless, you would bless me, me indeed, indeed, and enlarge and my territory. That, that your, your hand, hand will be upon me. Upon me, me that you would will keep me from evil. From evil That that it it would not harm me. me. And And God God granted what he
0: he requested. requested. Okay, have me say it to you. You say it and I'll follow you.
1: Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. That you would bless Fernando
0: indeed. That you would bless Fernando indeed. (laughs) Wait (laughs) a minute, wait, wait. People, everybody, all of us are following you. Oh. Say, oh,
1: Lord. Oh, Lord. That you would bless me indeed.
0: That you would bless
1: me indeed. And enlarge my territory. And
0: enlarge my territory.
1: That your hand would be upon me.
0: That your hand will be upon me.
1: That you would keep me from evil.
0: That you will keep me from evil. And, and it would not harm me. That it will not harm me. And, and God, God perform what, what we requested. Amen. Amen. The reason I had her say it over again, we need to drill it in there. Yeah. It's a be- we have that prayer in our refrigerator when you open the door. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So, okay, let me go ahead and finish it up. Yes. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming in. We're going to pray for the Psalms. Uh, we sit quietly before God, and we thank Him for all the ways He has taken care of us. <clears throat> thank you, Lord God, for the many ways You've taken care of us. I remember He gave us a seven-day free trip to Sedona.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And then He gave us a, a free trip to uh, Hawaii. Uh-huh, several. Several trips. You know, free lodging. Yes uh he's been so he's given us a free vehicles mm-hmm. people have given us donated given us not donated. they just hear uh computers you know more than we can handle <laughs> more
1: than we can handle so let's thank
0: you lord god for giving us all things that we need for your glory and your honor be glorified lord in everything you give us and especially given us jesus christ our common sense, and your glory, for, for your glory. Amen. Okay, Lord, Psalm 13, verses? 131. 131. Three verses. Lord, my heart is not proud. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with matters too great or too awesome for me to grasp. Instead, I have calm and quieted myself. Like a weaned child who no longer cries for his mother's milk. I'm content. Yes, like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, put your hope in the Lord now and always. Amen. Proverbs seventeen, four and five says wrongdoers eagerly listen to gossip. Liars pay close attention to slander. Those who mock the poor insult their maker. Mm. Those who rejoice in the misfortune of others will be punished. Wow. And we wonder why my life is not going right when I make fun of people and and you know and harbor resentment in my heart. So that's why I get the habit of, of blessing the misfortunate, blessing the rich, and the people that act unrighteously. They need more blessings, okay? God bless them. God bless them. Hannah, would you please close us in prayer?
1: Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that you gave us, Lord. We thank you for this fabulous day, Lord. And we just uh, believe you're, you're going to continue to work in our lives, Lord, second by second, minute by minute, Lord. Just hang on to us and, and, and just show us the way we should go so we can walk in it. And, Lord, we're just thankful for the people that came in and tuned in. We ask you to bless them beyond what whatever they can see right now or imagine exceedingly abundantly above all that they could ask or pray lord um we thank you for for who you are we thank you for where you're taking us we thank you for the word that's true and alive and powerful lord we're asking you to seal seal it lord seal the the the, the words spoken lord don't let the words fall down to the ground that we spoke today lord that Father, we trust that you are you are with us all, and you're never going to leave us alone. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence in this household, and we're asking you to bless the people. Um, oh, Lord, that you would bless them indeed and enlarge their territory, that your hand would be upon them, that you would keep them from evil, that they may not cause harm, and grant them what they request, Lord. Father, bring us stronger into the kingdom, stronger, working with others, confirming your word, as you say in the the book of, um, I forget, Mark or Matthew. But anyway, we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you that you you guide us and protect us and, and you're constantly working miracles in our life, Holy Spirit. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.